Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, part two of um, this lovely chat with Christian Hugill. We're talking about Formula One. Uh, Formula One's motor racing. I'll stop making that joke now. Uh, my husband's still watching the plane film really loudly. It's all going swimmingly. So what I've been doing is, um, I've been doing, we've been doing, um, we asked some of the listeners to talk about Formula One uh-huh. who who love it. So this is a voice note from David. So I'm an LGBTQ plus person, but I think my interests are not part of queer culture. I'm into road and endurance cycling, you know, Tour de France, Giro d'Italia and this stuff. And also into motorsports, particularly Formula One. So some years ago, before coming out, the majority of my social circle was in between these two sports. And it was such a heteronormative environment. I think this was one of the biggest reasons I wasn't ready to come out back then. Anyway, up to these days, I still watch and go to F1 races and cycle with my straight friends because my LGBTQ friends are not even remotely interested. And I haven't met any queer folks who like these things yet. Okay, Christian, what can we do? How can we help David find uh, these F1 fellow queer fans? And maybe you can help with cycling as well. Uh, I do cycle um, myself. Well, my boyfriend's a big cyclist. He cycles to work every day. I'm a sort of, I'm a very much fair weather cyclist. Um, and <laughs> cycling's high camp. It's lycra and flashing lights. Quite- <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's basically flashed on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I can relate to what David says because I've already said earlier on this podcast that I, part of the reason I didn't mm. come out was because. I was into sports, so I've had exactly the same experience as David. The only thing I would say to David is once I did come out, and as I've moved through sports, you get to realise you're not alone. So, for example, I'm part of a network of LGBTQ plus sports journalists because I found that network and realised I wasn't alone. I got into mm. football. I found Fox's Pride, which, I've, as I say, I'm a patron of because I realised I wasn't alone. And most Premier League football clubs, in fact, most UK football clubs have LGBTQ football fan groups. I was then approached by Racing Pride. I, I sort of watched it grow from nothing into a massive thing that it is now, which is sort of like the motorsports body. And that highlights the fact that there are people like me and, and like us with David who are LGBTQ plus in these areas. There are We all know that there are queer people in every wake of life and you can be lgbtq plus and be whatever you want to be 
David hasn't found these people in his particular experiences in these sports yet, but they're out there. And it may well be that other people who he's interacting with aren't confident enough to be out for the very same reasons. You should never tell someone when to come out. Obviously, it is entirely your own personal when you're ready. But I just kind of think being open and visible around sport and being like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm gay uh, is a really powerful thing because it sort of empowers people to do the same. So I would say to David, just just keep enjoying these sports and being you. And you will eventually find people who are like you. And I've certainly found it that the more I've gone through sports, the more I remember. I remember working for Newsbeat and interviewing a guy called Lewis, who is active in in water polo and is gay and being like, oh, how cool. There's like a proper high level water polo player who's gay. And then recently uh, interviewed a guy called Jake who's a like semi-pro footballer and also like general endurance athlete who's gay. And you're like, oh, cool. Amazing. And you find people like this just on the journey. It, it's harder to find. There are fewer of us because sport mm. is historically a straight environment. But I think it, it's sometimes, I sound really old here, but it sometimes amazes me the way how, how normal LGBTQ plus is for a lot of young kids. And I do think that, you know, for the next generation of young kids at grassroots levels of sport, It'll be much less of a big deal, I think, and hope to say in Sunday League football when you're 14, 15, yeah, I'm gay. Because it's just, it seems, it's not going to be the case everywhere. I'm not naive. But in some cases, some schools, it's just so much less of a thing than it used to be. People are mm. growing up with stuff like um, sex education on Netflix, which we didn't have. So I think the more we, people like me and David, just say, go enjoy these sports, be ourselves, because it is who we are. We enjoy cycling. We enjoy Formula One, whatever. And we're gay. Just roll with it. And I think in time, you will meet people like you because they're definitely out there. They're just a bit harder to find. And then just last week, you know, World Athletics has made a a firm, am I right, firm decision to ban transgender women from competing. I mean, how will we ever recover from that? Well, that's years. and, And rugby's had a very similar thing recently. They're a huge issue. I mean, I, it's just horrific and shocking. You know, I, I saw it in rugby where there were people who'd been playing rugby with their clubs for a decade without any sort of issue. And all of a sudden it gets banned for no reason. And, you know, we, we know that trans people at the moment are going through a lot of what gay people went through in the, in the seventies and eighties. It's shocking. And I'm very lucky speaking uh, you know, there's me answering that question to David as a gay man and saying it's getting better, and it is. And I think for gay men, for lesbians, it's it's better in sport than it used to be. It's still a long way to go, but it's better. For trans people, we're in a really difficult moment in terms of their involvement in sport, and that's horrific to watch and sad to see. I don't have the answers. We just need to be allies as best we can. And making the case as patiently and articulately as we can that it is a nonsense and Mm. you're right it's it's years to change attitudes but we have to hope that attitudes do change and, and we have to sort of explain the reasons why attitudes need to change and educate because that's the only way we're gonna change long term is educate people as to why it's a nonsense because you know i i've read something and i'm not um 
Athletics isn't my sport, so forgive me. I'm not a detailed knowledge. If I say something wrong here, but I think I read something like that. There was there aren't any trans people competing at an elite level in athletics at the moment. So why what on earth are you banning people for? Surely you judge everything as a case by case basis. You know, in rugby, for example, I know of times when someone who is I don't know at schools massively more physical than someone else of the same age might go and play with the older lads well that's a a judgment made case by case there's no need to put these blanket bans in place that these sports seem to be doing and i think they're just bowing into pressure so all we can do is sort of educate and hope that they see sense in time because it's horrific i might listen my heart goes out to any trans person trying to get involved in sport but it's not everywhere it's not everyone and it's not all sports so the hope is mm. that there's a place in there for the sport that you are you know trying to get into and we need more places like motorsport and formula one where it wouldn't be an issue because actually as i said in formula three for example you can compete no matter what your gender of historically it's been men but let's hope that we see more people of different genders because it's an awful thing and and it is going to take years to educate and to improve mm. let's have another voice note so anthony's been in touch got a lovely a lovely voice note from anthony uh, the strange thing about me is probably my love and a bit to talk about formula one or touring cars or any other racing formula i can't talk about cars at all but i love the competitive nature of the sport i used to watch it with my dad when i was younger and i thought i might grow out of it when i became older and kind of found myself a bit more and realized I don't need to like the, the, the straight heteronormative things like football. Um, although, look up George Bulldog, he is beautiful. Um, I love the stuff that Vettel and Hamilton have done for LGBTQIA rights in the last couple of years. Uh, and Max Verstappen is easy on the ice. That always helps. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony's point sort of goes back to what I was saying about to David earlier, that there's a guy, with Anthony, who's sort of like me. He's just been like, yeah, I'm a massive F1 fan. Oh, yeah, I'm... I'm gay and we're out there. It just takes a yeah. bit more of finding. And that's lovely just to be able to hear people like Anthony go, yeah, I'm gay and I'm an F1 fan. And as I said, there was a point where I was growing up where I thought, well, you, you can't be uh, both gay and a sport fan. And even, you know, I'm only 31. So it's not like it's like, I'm talking about a 50 year difference, but the difference now between you didn't get people, when when I was 20 or when I was 15, you didn't get people so, so many people like me, like Anthony, like David going, yeah, I'm gay and I'm a sports fan. And hopefully we also, you know, we've got to hope that that'll have a positive impact on trans involvement in sport as well. More people making, you know, the common sense arguments to stop that sort of ludicrousness that, uh, you know, gradually over time, LGBTQ plus involvement in sport just becomes far more, normal because it is like Anthony was saying yeah I'm gay and I'm a big F1 fan and uh uh great you know that's <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not a big deal I mean as I as I'm looking on Google here all I heard was George Baldock uh that's all I heard in that message what is he he plays for he plays for Sheffield United well consider me they've just got a new fan he is beautiful isn't he do you see suddenly I'm understanding football <laughs> When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. But it's really nice that, that what he was saying about bonding with your family, bonding with his dad. You know, like you want to. It's a really nice thing. Sport is a lovely thing for families to bond over with. You know, if you like it, and I don't think LGBT people should feel excluded from that. We've also got two other lovely messages. Ewan says, um, "I can't remember when I started getting into F one, but I've definitely been a fan of it since I was a teenager." Well, you've got to listen to Christian's podcast then, Ewan. Weirdly, I don't really care about cars, and no one else in my family is is particular a fan. But I was a bit of a teen, a bit of a geek with it. I used to keep my own records of race results, including graphs showing points for each race finishing positions. You and you're amazing. And Christian was nodding heavily here. <gasps> oh my god! There you go. Yeah. Christian is holding up charts of points. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is this? Is this to do with recent F1 scores? I've got. Are they called scores? Uh, yeah, it could be called scores. I, uh, <laughs> I I make little notes of each race and each result. I find that it helps. As a broadcaster, if I write stuff down, it sort of goes in a little bit and it helps my brain sort of draw back to it in the past. So I'm a big advocate. So yeah, I'm exactly the same. I write stuff down about the sport. Yeah, absolutely. That's lovely. Eric also says uh, that he grew up watching with his dad. And Kirsty says, I like F1, but not in the way I used to. I hate the fact that it's all a Middle East takeover, which means F1 is in the Middle East a lot. Am I right? Is that right? Yeah, I I wouldn't describe Um, it as a Middle East takeover, but there there are Middle Eastern races. Yes. Because this is something people might not know, is like F1 moves around the world. Like there's races all over the world, right? Yes, correct, yes. And then Kirsty says the cars don't have so much power and there aren't and there aren't the characters of years gone by. No Senna's or James Hunt's. James Hunt was the poster boy, getting drunk, had all the ladies and was a right character. Any characters out there in F1? So many characters. I, I would disagree with Kirsty slightly, only because, yes, I, I of course, queer people like us would rather the sport didn't go to such out openly homophobic countries but as i've already mentioned on this podcast it goes to hungary in europe where i've been on holiday which has had its own problems we we've got our own problems with lgbtq plus uh right in this country it goes to america which has got mm. big problems uh, the sad reality of the situation is if you didn't go to countries with human rights issues you probably wouldn't go to very many countries and where would the bar be as to where you do and don't go so it's tricky and as i say, it goes back to earlier me having my i suppose horizons broadened a little bit by saying listen is it more powerful to go to these countries with drivers showing rainbow flags with three races one messages that's so i i i and also i you know there's not that many middle eastern races of the 24 races there's not that many so 
I would disagree slightly mm. on that point. I would also disagree that the, the characters, and this is where the, the podcast that we do, The Fast and the Curious, of, of course we do talk about the races, of course we do, but we thought that when we entered the F1 podcast space this year, every Formula One podcast fundamentally, in our view, did the same thing. It was presented by three versions of me, three F1 geeks mm-hmm. talking in great detail about F1. Whereas as my co-presenter, Betty, is new to F1 and learning as we go. And our big thing is we bring the personality of the drivers out. We've just had an interview uh, uh, with um, a guy called Alex Albon, who's a British Thai driver, who talked to us about the fact his mum has replaced the kids who've left the family as they've grown older with cats and has effectively, in his words, become a bit of a stereotypical crazy cat lady. And that has put, gives him a bad reputation. It was hilarious. We uh, spoke to, uh, he also at the same point said that one of the other drivers who's got a sort of habit for topless photos, George Russell should get an OnlyFans. We had uh, Logan Sargent on, who uh, is an American guy who, expressed his love of burgers and our listeners got in touch in their hundreds to find him a proper burger in the uk there are so many characters in formula one I love it. and i don't think necessarily the media always brings those characters out and i think uh it's easy to look back with rose tinted glasses and go oh there's no one like james hunt who was a massive character but we've also got someone like daniel ricardo in and around the sport who's an aussie guy who's so full of character as i say alex albon pierre gassi a lot of these guys do have real character. And I think if, hopefully, if she listens to the podcast, our, our podcast, she'd hear a little bit more of the personalities of the drivers because I do think the drivers have more personality than people give them credit for. The other thing I would say is, is um, what was the previous gentleman's name? Because names I'm rubbish at. Let me at least get his name right. Uh, Ewan? Ewan. And I think um, other people said it earlier. I, it, it's a brilliant thing for bonding with my David. dad. Yeah, David. Yeah, because... Oh, and Eric said that. And Eric. Yep, yep, yep. I'm exactly the same. Uh, Anthony. It was Anthony. Anthony. Here we go. We'll get, Anthony. Um, We're not doing brilliant with our names, are we? But fine. Anthony. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not that bothered about... Nor- I can barely hear you over the film my husband's watching. <laughs> so we're lucky we're um, at this level. Um, I I, I uh, have no interest in like road cars and any of that. It doesn't bother me in the slightest. I'm not, believe it or not, not a car person. I just like F1. And also in terms of watching with my dad, it was entirely my dad who got me into it. I um, My dad had been a two-wheel motorsport fan, more bikes really, but was watching F1 and that's what oh. got me into it. So, but, you know, my, my younger brother bonds with my dad massively for their mutual love of rugby, our mutual love of motorsport. It's a brilliant thing for me and my dad so yeah it's it's one of my one of my if not my favorite part of the sport is enjoying it with my dad so yeah absolutely that's lovely i always used to go um to the nec birmingham to the car show with my dad it was like not the sporty stuff it was like and it was just cars yeah we both loved cars when i was little it was like you'd go and look at like the new Ford Fiesta. See, I was the like, opposite. Like that. I, and people presume, really? again, Greg James, who we do the podcast with, Greg's a massive car person and, and started sending me a few messages on this car and that car. And I'm like, I can appreciate it, but I'm not. My, my boyfriend knows far more about car cars than I do and has zero interest in Formula One, whereas I've got sort of zero interest mm. in, in the new whatever supercar it is, but just but love Formula One. It's weird, isn't it? There's no... And this is this is one of Greg's big mantras. There's no right or wrong way of loving sports. You can be a casual fan. You can be an absolute geek with F1 like me and making bloody charts. You know, whatever whatever works for you. Quite right. <laughs> well, do you know what, Christian? This has been an absolute eye-opener. It's been really lovely having you on the show. So I cannot thank you enough for taking the time. And I'm so thrilled the podcast is going well. And I'm so thrilled 
that you're providing a new kind of angle well, on bless um, you. you know a uh, a previously undisrupted space i believe they would say <laughs> Um, so if anyone uh, has been turned round to F1, that's that's a motor car racing thing, uh, then you must um, download the Fast and the Cure. Sorry, I've forgotten. The no, name. no, the, I've got it wrong. The Fast, fast and the Cure. And we are it is the Fast and the Cure. And I should say we are very, very new F1 fan friendly. And one of the things that's meant the most about doing the podcast to me so far is the amount of people who've messaged and said, I'd never watched F1 before, but stumbled upon this, or I haven't watched it for 10 years and stumbled across this, and now we're back into it. So we 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 are there to help with people who are totally new to it. Also, F1 is great to watch while you're doing the ironing. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> it is, yeah, like, yeah, it is. It's, it's just really soothing, peaceful. It's always on a Sunday. Yeah. I mean, what, what more of an accolade could you hope for? So, um... Get it wherever you get your podcast. Christian, you've been wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Many more vi- viral moments for you. Oh, bless you. Me too. It's been, um, I really appreciate you inviting me on. Thanks so much, Chris. It's been a pleasure. Uh, not at all. Don't forget to get in touch. Tell us all your thoughts about LGBTQ plus sports. Hello at homosapienspodcast.com, at homosapiens on Instagram and um, Facebook, things like that. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. I've had fun. Christian's had fun. My husband's been watching a very loud film. It's been great for everybody. <laughs> Alrighty, bye now. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Powered by Spirit Studios.